0: Morning, Lauren. Good
1: morning, Clay. I was actually wondering if before we dive into days seven, eight, and nine, if we could have a level-setting real talk real quick.
0: I'm ready. I have no idea what you want to talk about.
1: Last night, I went to bed, and I was so depressed. It was one of those nights where I was like, if people knew that it got this low and dark, they'd worry about me. I was like, acutely aware of just how alone that I am personally in this world, (laughs) And then I woke up this morning and did not feel much better. Just very sad. And like that deep, deep well of sadness that people who struggle with depression get. So this morning, I was like struggling with feeling all these things. And then I was reflecting on what would a stoic do or say to this. And I just didn't find it helpful. (laughs) And I was wondering, like, what does stoicism have to say to those dark days? And it was kind of like, ignore them.
0: You know, my friend wrote something yesterday about National Mental Health Awareness Day. Apparently, it's the first time she's ever written publicly about the struggle she's had with anxiety. And the only way that she has been able to deal with it is she changed her perspective from hating the anxiety and thinking that she could beat it to accepting it. But I also think that the short answer to your question is, I don't think that stoicism is the answer when you're feeling very depressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it has really useful tips for mm-hmm. many other times in your life, but it is not the full toolkit well, like, there was, by any means.
1: There was one article that I read this morning, because again, I was trying to be really into being a stoic, and it was saying that emotions are kind of like the weather, it's very real when it's raining that you might need an umbrella and Mm. it might, you might get wet. And there they were encouraging that like, if you are having an emotionally troublesome day to just say like, it's an, it's an emotional day today. It's a depressed day today. And so I'm going to deal with it. Like I would the rain, I'm going to have an umbrella. I'm going to just face it, but I'm also going to keep on with my behaviors that I can control today. I don't know. Anyways, That is a total tangent, and then we can uh, shift, and I'll get my energy up to talk about the day. No, you don't
0: have to get your energy up, Lauren. I know. Yes, we have a good formula for this, but I said this the last time recorded, which was that I felt like this was helping me balance a little bit. Mm -hmm. I don't think that I actually necessarily get depressed, but I have an obvious pattern when you look back at it of like a few days in a row of being pretty high, like things seem to be working out for me, and then. It's almost always followed by a few days of being like, well, I want to be on the couch and I don't want to text anybody today.
1: You know it's bad when, like, for the past couple days, I think I have 27 unread texts right now.
0: So if you're hearing
1: this and I've not responded... It's not. It's genuinely not personal. It's all about me having an issue.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's an issue. You know, the only thing that I can ever tell myself that because it just it does really suck when you're not feeling great is that oh well, I know in a few days I'll probably be a lot different.
1: It'll pass. Yeah.
0: But it does it does make that any better at the No, I, It time.
1: actually does. I'm even today I'm just like, all right, here is one of those damn days. It's raining. It's raining today. Yeah. Not literally. Inside. It's a beautiful day outside, which it sucks for cool. the juxtaposition. All right, let's get chatting about day seven. Day seven.
0: Write a list of five role models.
1: Okay, we are back in the DMV. You can hear from my voice that I've lost it a little bit. Today's challenge is to, excuse me, write down five basically heroes in your life and what made them that way. So I'm going to try to carve out a good like 30 minutes to do that, actually, because I want to be a little bit pensive. I actually really love the Stoic Challenge. I can't wait to meet up with Clay soon and talk. I've been gone and it'll be nice to get back in the studio. Bye.
0: Hi, it's day seven of the Stoic Challenge. So this is kind of like a journaling challenge. Okay, that one sounds fun. That's what I'm going to do later today. Bye.
1: How did day seven go?
0: Dude, to be really honest, day seven sucked for me, and I barely did the challenge.
1: Okay, and I know it's
0: kind of having a shitty day anyway, oh. and I didn't love the challenge. Okay, that's fine. It was like a strangely bad day for me. I had an unexpected argument in the morning on Sunday, Mm -hmm. on day seven. And I went home and I got on the couch at 1130 in the morning and I started watching The Office and I got up off the couch and stopped watching The Office at 1130 p.m. I swear to God, I'm not kidding. I mean, I used the bathroom a couple times. 12 hours. Did you eat? Yeah. Just only food in my apartment. I didn't leave the apartment.
1: (sighs) I feel like people are going to listen to this episode. and They're going to write in being like, is this the cry for help? (laughs) Lauren's talking about being depressed and raining on the inside. Clay didn't leave the couch for 12 hours on Sunday.
0: I did make a list. It included Eleanor Roosevelt and Oh, my okay. Mom.
1: Okay, you did like a make... I, I did a list. I took it a step further. I said this in my memo. For those who were still alive, I sent them an email.
0: Like, Has anybody emailed back?
1: Yeah. One of them is a mentor from college who I still am in contact with today who's phenomenal. Yeah, so it was good. I liked this one. It was just pleasant. Yeah.
0: Okay. A, a, try out the worst case scenario if you follow your dreams.
1: I just did this, and my first round clearly didn't go well because it ended with me, basically being humiliated and public disgrace and living with my parents, losing all my friends. That did not go well. But then I did it again as the worst case scenario, realistically speaking, and it was very empowering. And I'm going to talk to Clay about it in the studio.
0: It's monday and we have the day off at work i'm struggling because i just want to go back to bed and i know it's you know wake up an hour or earlier than you normally would but it's just kind of a challenge to do that every day so this
1: one (laughs) went off the rails for me initially it was right out your Worst case scenario if you follow your mm. dreams, then see how easy it would be to get back from that. Okay.
0: <laughs> That's actually a pretty common thing. The idea is that even if the worst case scenario approach if that did happen, what would it take me to get back to like the point that I'm at right now? Would it be that difficult?
1: Getting back to where I am right now, not that difficult because <laughs> yeah. I am not that impressive. <laughs> But one thing I did, I just took the worst case scenario aspect way too far. And it was like losing your job and moving back in with your parents and Mm. being depressed. Well, and I think back to the mental health thing, if you're someone who struggles with mental health, I've always said this, my worst case scenario actually ends in suicide and it's not like a joke. Yeah. And so doing this exercise scared me a little bit because I saw, if anything, how quickly and fragile. But this is the beauty of stoicism. It's... It's teaching us that most of life is a complete illusion. Like this job, feeling safe in a job is an illusion. Yeah. Having friends. Something
0: could change in a day. Yes. That's totally out of our control.
1: So letting myself go to the scary place, but then trying to focus on that, how easy it would be to come back. I realized that there's way more you can do if you get to those situations or if you see things start to spiral. There are multiple like pivot points where you could like put your foot down and say like, okay, this job fell through. But, like, I'm not then going to let this turn into a complete spiral out of
0: control. Yeah. I also, when I was first doing this exercise, wrote down the worst-case scenario where I die alone without a family and not proud of the way of my life. It's like, so I real. Of, I kind of took it to the level of, like, and that, and at 87 you die and you're just <laughs> kind of sad. Like,
1: I laugh, because, but that was more of, like, I feel that. You haven't
0: done anything that you ever thought you wanted to do and oh you're embarrassed. Okay.
1: Yeah, the issue with your dream, Clay, is that I think a Stoic would say, well, what of that can you control? Can you make yourself appealing so that you'd be a potential mate for someone? (laughs) And I sometimes (laughs) I guess I'm a little more of a realist. And I'm just like, no, you know, sometimes it just sucks. It's just like, no, you're a beautiful person. You're funny. You have a lot to bring to the table. Someone will be lucky to find you. But if you don't meet them, it doesn't necessarily mean that you didn't prepare yourself or that your beard got too long or that your beanie was too tight. <laughs> it's so his beanie is like flopping <laughs> off his head right now.
0: Day nine, gaze into the stars for 15 minutes on my roof of my apartment building, I just laid down and stared up at the sky for 15 minutes. It reminded me one thing, it's hard to get out of my head and my stream of thoughts and to think about the cosmos and how everything's connected to each other, but it felt really nice. I don't ever do something like this, I never just lay down and stare at the sky for 15 minutes at a time. I'm a pretty active go-go-go kind of person, so this was really different for me. I liked it.
1: Honestly, I just didn't do this, and it was sad to me because it reminded me how little time I actually spend outside looking at the stars. Especially living in a city where there's lights and it's hard to see them. And now I'm in a spiral thinking of if I should even live in DC anymore. And so, thanks, Stoic Challenge. <laughs> Day nine didn't do it. Did not gaze into the stars for 15 minutes. I had a very fun evening. I I thought I saw Jay Z on the metro, and I thought I saw Leah Michelle. I thought you told metro. me you
0: said you saw Jay Z. Well, like Jesus Christ! Christ. <laughs> I thought you said Leah Michelle and Jay Z. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I was like I was like, oh wow, Laura, that's a really big experience for yeah. you. No, I wasn't on Shrooms Clay. <laughs> oh wow! So day nine for me, I did it right at the very end of the night, and. I kept trying to – the prompt talks about considering the cosmos and trying to put yourself, like, in the context of the universe and the thousands of years and blah, 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 blah. And I kept trying to do that, and my thoughts kept getting brought back to, like, a big decision I have to make. And so I do think that it helped a little bit because it is the decision that I have to make, and and I think it's an important one. You know, your job is part of your everyday life. Mm -hmm. And because you spend so much time at your job and thinking about your job and spending time with people that you work with, it kind of feels huge. Yeah. But if you try to consider it in the context of like the whole galaxy and everything, it kind of makes one job for one person at one time in their life feel relatively less significant. Yes, this is important. Yes, I can see how monumental this would be to me. But in the grand scheme of things... It's just one job. It's like just one job. That's all it is.
1: Yeah. Well, it's one of those when you're like staring at the stars or you're looking at the ocean or on a mountain, you feel very small, but Mm. in an empowering way. One of the most clarifying moments of my life was when I went on a trip through the national parks in California and sitting on like a mountain in Yosemite and looking out and being like, my issue is not very big. (laughs)
0: Even though it feels big when it it first happens. Feels big, Yeah. Your parents still doesn't do this.
1: Play it backwards, and I said a secret. Hey, <laughs> hey.
0: <laughs>